0: What is going on you guys? I hope everybody's having a great holiday season so far. A happy, merry, early Christmas to you guys. This is probably gonna be my last solo video of the year. Probably gonna take a week and a bit off before going hard in the new year. Today's video is gonna be a bit of a curveball, but it's gonna be such a fun one. We are going over seven non-stock market investments that I have found have made some of the biggest impacts in my life. They've brought me joy, they've brought me happiness. Although these are not gonna be more or less a dollar return in most cases, the return in other ways, at least in my opinion, they have just been awesome and I wanna share them with you guys today. If you guys have any guesses about what seven things made my list, take a moment and leave a comment down in the comment section below. As well, if you have any non-stock market investments that you wanna share for this video, I'd highly encourage you to do that. Let's give this video a big thumbs up. Let's dive on in, and these may come off weird to some of you guys, and you know what? Maybe they are, but for me personally, they made my list. Starting off with number one, and that is investing in a good quality mattress. And I'll kind of tag on to that, if it makes sense, a king size mattress. Pretty much for my entire life, I've been sleeping on either double beds, queen beds for the most part, and it was perfect. It's all that I knew. It's all that I thought I needed. Yeah, sleep for not bad, sleep for good. I never had a terrible mattress. I never had the best of the best. But just recently, I made the upgrade to a king size bed. I will tell you guys, it is life changing. The amount of sleep that you get, the amount of room that you have, especially if you're not the only one sleeping in the bed you can be on your side and literally like not you can do whatever you want i know some people that like doing the whole cuddly cuddly snuggle snuggle type deal and for them you know what that's good for you good on you but for me I want my space. Don't take my covers. I'm staying over here. You stay over there. Let's get a good night's sleep. I'm actually the one that does tend to kind of migrate over and I get some, you know, elbows to the, to the side every once in a while. But uh, nevertheless, the, the space is, is huge, you guys. We actually got a new mattress from Sleep Country really recently, which was by no means a, a, a an expensive mattress. It's a great mattress, but we paid something close to about $1,500 and we actually got ours as a returned mattress which is kind of weird i know that may sound gross to people but don't worry they clean it they they said they double cleaned it so I mean, we're living just fine. I think the policy that they have is that if somebody tries a mattress and they return it within that 30-day period, well, they can't go out and just resell it as brand new. So we got our mattress essentially cut in half, half price, uh, about a $3,000 mattress for about $1,500, best investment that we made. I'll actually share a funny clip of them trying to deliver our mattress into our tiny little townhouse. The video kind of speaks for itself. ना दूर में कैसे just like wrecking skull, oh god. Nevertheless, I think investing in a good mattress is one of those things where you just take the upfront hit. If you want to crunch the math, we paid 1,500 bucks we're taking care of this mattress we got the right covers you got everything that you need to keep it good if this mattress lasts us 10 years do the math on that guys when you break it down that way i don't think that it's a crazy price to pay whatsoever especially considering that we spend so many hours of the day some crazy number like a third of our lives in bed i think that it's overall going to help with your productivity it's going to help with uh, your mood back problems everything so getting a good mattress was one thing that uh yeah i definitely had on my list now number two is investing in a good quality smart tv i know people are gonna say that's crazy we shouldn't be watching tv go do something productive blah 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 this is just my list guys and for me going out and getting a couple of great quality tvs the ones that we opted for were these samsung q led tvs going from an old smart tv which took 10 minutes to load up Netflix and there was this input delay and lag trying to get everything done to a State-of-the-arc up-to-speed smart TV It's not even a question. I'm the type of person that in my downtime loves watching sports basketball football baseball You name it if it's on I'll watch it and previously before getting a good quality TV I had my HDMI hooked up to the thing trying to find a stream and dealing with the lag dealing with the ads and for anybody that has done that in the past oh you guys know right when it gets to crunch time right when the main event is on whatever the case is you start getting lag you start getting buffering and it is just terrible with these new smart tvs guys it is just insane how fast you can just Airplay or just stream something from your phone, from your iPad, from your computer, all synced up through Wi Fi, Bluetooth. It is honestly just flat out amazing. Now, to tag on to that, I know this is getting really crazy, but actually, earlier this year, I actually opted for cable. So, in a world of cable cutting, when everybody's getting off cable and going to the streaming platforms, because I like watching live events, because that's something that works for me, the happiness that it has brought me in my downtime, the quality and simplicity of just seamlessly streaming and doing whatever you want, TV had to come on my list at number two. Now, moving on to thing number three, we're getting away from physical products and physical things. Number three is investing in your circle. I know that's a little bit deep, but for me personally, guys, over the past couple of years, I have made a conscious effort and I've gone very far out of my way to network, to meet new friends, to meet people here in the YouTube community. I've got people that live right next door, like the humble trader for those of you that don't know. I've made amazing friends with some big time YouTubers that actually grew up here in Richmond. And I'm talking 3 million, 3.5 million plus subscribers and surrounding yourself with these people, making the conscious effort to go out and make those connections, the return that that can have for you is honestly infinite. Infinite. There's of course that saying that says that you as a person will end up becoming like a mixture of your five closest friends or your five best friends. Something along the lines of that. You will become similar to the people that you hang around with, okay? You guys get the point of it. And as I've gotten older and older, It is so, so true, whether you recognize it or not. If you have groups of friends and your close circle is the type that goes out every weekend, if they go to parties, if they go to the bar, if they go spend money on these restaurants and like, you know, being all flashy and spending this stuff, consciously or subconsciously, you do tend to kind of migrate that way, whether you want to or not. I've seen cases with friends where if a lot of them are single, well then the other ones are gonna be single. If they're all together in a couple, a relationship, you're so much more likely to be in a relationship if you decide to hang around or spend time with people who are go-getters, people who are grinding, people who are entrepreneurial or business focused, ones that are working on their side gigs or their side hobbies, and they're just trying to elevate themselves. Being in that circle will absolutely have an impact. And over the past year and a half, couple years, honestly, since I started YouTube, but especially as I really wanted to take things to the next level, there are countless times where I would just treat someone out to dinner, to lunch, to coffee. It's of course an expense that you pay. And I'm not trying to say that you want to just buy your friendships and just buy them all this stuff, but it's a gesture that they often appreciate. It's a chance to go out and say, Hey, you know, I want to be connected with you. I want to learn from you. I want you to teach me things. I want to build this relationship. I can say it without a doubt, having these sit downs with people that are in a position that you want to be in, or they're more successful than you. And in most cases, like pretty much everybody I've ever asked, they're all so friendly. They're all so willing to help. They want to share and pass that along. Just sitting down with them and getting that inspiration and getting some tidbits of knowledge or guidance from them that return that you get for paying for a coffee or paying for a meal out that can literally translate into hundreds of thousands, or if not millions of dollars, just from the inspiration that somebody can have. So investing in your circle is one that I think is, is critical. And I think going into the new year, main takeaway is just surround yourself with people that you want to be, and it will take time. It will take money, but it's an investment that I think will absolutely pay off down the road. Number four is going out and investing in your fitness or your overall wellness, let's call it. And of course, this would include things like getting a gym pass, maybe doing yoga on the weekends. For me personally, especially given you know the laws here or the, the regulations that have come into play with the pandemic, gyms have not been my most frequently Visited place multiple times a week for me I do go drop in and play some basketball either pick up basketball go in the morning and put some shots up or just get the heart pumping Get the lungs breathing run around and kind of blow off some steam for me That happens to be my favorite form of exercise Especially these days where it's so common to work from home and spend most of your days you know sitting at a desk lying down on your couch, even working on your laptop. It's so important to get the body moving. It's so important to get the blood pumping, getting those endorphins going, especially if you can do that early morning and kind of get your day started with that. I mean, that's just what works for me. Absolutely doesn't mean it'll work for everybody, but for me, every time I go play basketball, for example, I pay a $6 drop in, $6.87 it dollars is, to go play at this really cool new spot, a family run spot, Union Basketball, kind of near my house. To me that's a cost that's well worth paying and there's never really a time that I would say, oh, I'm just gonna you know, save money and, and not go to the gym or not go play basketball because at the end of the day, I probably end up paying no more than 50, $60 at the end of the day or at the end of the month I should say, and for the physical benefits, for the wellness and for the peace of mind that it gives you, going out and staying active is an absolute no-brainer of an investment. It's an ongoing investment that I make and will continue to do so going forward. Number five is investing in my education. And I'm not necessarily saying post-secondary, college, university, go do that. Not that there's anything wrong with that if that's a path that you decide is best for you. And if there's this dream job, the desired job that you want, requires such and such schooling, well, good for you. Go for it. For me personally, I did a quick stint at UVic, uh, University of Victoria, right after high school. I thought, hey, this is what you do. You go to university, you go to college, go do your thing. Very early on, I realized that that pathway was not for me but I never, ever, ever stopped learning. Over the years, I've spent over $30,000 investing in my education in a non-traditional form. For those that that don't know my background, right when I came back from UVic, I went out and got my personal trainer's license. I thought that's what I wanted to do, go help people lift weights, turned out that wasn't the case i obviously went out and got all my accreditations here in the investment world which i now no longer have but beyond that i've spent five ten thousand dollars on online training programs on mentorship programs on guidance programs to learn specific skills and to develop as a person in whatever area that i felt needed to be now for me it happened to be in entrepreneurship entrepreneurialship, and in business and learning how to grow uh, online and on youtube so i've spent a lot of money there those investments at the time were gut-wrenching and i really do mean that because i at one point actually like depleted i liquidated my savings a number of years back to join this program and you know against my better judgment at the time I said, hey, I'm gonna take the leap. I'm gonna try it. And those investments in my knowledge have paid off tremendously. Knowledge. Knowledge is something that people can't take away from you. Once it's ingrained in your brain, once you've learned it, you can apply that knowledge or skills over and over and over again. And it's so hard to kind of quantify how much value, you know, going out and sharpening your skills can, can result for you. It is really crazy to think about, but without a doubt I can say that my investments in my training, my investments in my education, which I've never stopped doing to this day, I'm still seeking out new programs. I'm still seeking out new areas to learn and improve from. That's something that should never ever stop. But I can say without a doubt that some of the education programs I've joined, some of the online training courses, the groups, they have been the best investments that I've ever made. They have honestly been life-changing and I would do it again and again and again. Number six is one that I've talked about on the channel before, and I'll actually link a video up at the top. If you haven't already seen my list. But number six is going out and investing in books. I just read a book that was referred to me or recommended to me by my sister-in-law, I guess. I guess she's my sister-in-law. The book was called Six of Crows. I never thought I'd be the person that would be into these fantasy type books. These Game of Thrones type books. Like, hey, I'll watch Game of Thrones. I love Game of Thrones to watch on TV. But it never would have been a book that I would have gone out and actively picked myself amazing 10 out of 10 five star review 10 out of 10 review this was a book that i absolutely could not put down i cannot wait to go out and read the sequel i have this little rule myself it's not a set in stone rule but it's typically what i do i typically bounce back between a fiction book and then a non-fiction book and i'll read um you know more of a business type book actually the next one on my list is the one by bob eiger but nevertheless guys reading books will change your life and for those that say Oh, I like audiobooks. Yay! Audiobooks are better than nothing, but there's nothing like reading an actual book. And take that from somebody who hated reading. I hated, hated, hated reading before. I would not read. The only books I would read is the ones that they'd make you read in school, and even those ones I barely read. I would just go to the the Cliff Notes summaries and just try to pretend I read it. But over the years, I don't know how it started, why it started. Well, I do know why it started. I made a choice one day that I was going to force myself to read. 10 pages a day, 15 pages a day. I even kept a journal back at that point to make sure that I did it. Because when I looked at all these successful people and I looked at some of the smartest people in the world, there's stats like, you know, CEOs of these big, big companies and founders, I don't know about founders, but CEOs read X amount of books per year. I know Elon Musk used to read like crazy. I'm like, if these people are reading, I have to read. Now I won't go a day without reading. I am borderline addicted to reading. I love reading books. If I don't read my books, I feel really, really weird and really, really strange. I can't wait till one day I have a nice big library in my house, like bookshelves where I can just pull libraries. Right now they're still packed up in a big box that I haven't unmoved yet. But nevertheless, investing in books, no brainer. I actually have this rule with myself that when I'm at the bookstore, if I see a book that I like and it piques my interest and I'm just like, ooh interesting i will buy that book no matter what i won't even look at the price even if it's hardcover book and it's 45 bucks if it's a softcover book and it's 12.99 8.99 to me there is no book that i would pass on simply based on the price i will just buy the book and put it in my bookshelf for the next book up to read because very similar to the last one that i talked about the education training and the programs even just a snippet one page one chapter one little burst of inspiration. I really do mean it when I say that, that 10, 15, $20 book, if it just br- provides you with that little bit of clarity, that little bit of inspiration, or even just gets you going, that can pay dividends years down the road. You can make multiples back, multiple times back on the price of that book if something within that book, you know, led to something else. And you never ever know till you dive into the book. So at least a rule for myself, when I see a book, I buy it. Simple as that. Some of the books that I've felt had the biggest impact on me over the years are books like Think and Grow Rich, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, obviously. I'm a big fan of Shoe Dog, even though it's more or less just a fun story to read. Again, I've done an entire video, which I can link up at the top if you are looking for some book recommendations. But if you are also looking for a fiction book, Six of Crows, Six of Crows, Six of Crows. Moving on into our final one for the list today, number seven. I'm curious if you guys have been waiting for one and you're expecting it to be this one. I don't think you guys are going to expect this one. Maybe. Number seven, best investment out of the stock market that I've ever made is investing in my pets. And the pets are the best. We have three of them in our household. Two cats, one dog, Ollie, Reggie, and Bailey. They're ages one, two, and I guess coming up on three now. So all still relatively young, but pets are just the best. Pets are family. If you're not a pet person, I don't know what to say to you. Maybe if you're allergic or something, like I can understand that. But yeah, I've always been a cat person growing up. I've grown up with cats my entire life. Actually, one of my cats, Kobe, but Kobe is 21 years old this year, and we just saw her last week. She's doing just fine. I mean, I wouldn't say just fine. She's she's doing what a 21 year old cat would do. She walks up and down the stairs. She gets fresh air still by going out in my mom's backyard. But she is getting old. But yeah, Kobe's been around forever. We have my dad's cat, which is just named cat. And we have R3. And yes, these are going to be a major investment in your time, in your livelihood, in your money, because pets are not cheap. I mean, they're not crazy expensive at the end of the day. I mean, maybe if you're going out and buying a crazy type of pet, like, you know, a, a really, really special type, but just in general, you can get a cat off Kijiji for like 50 bucks. Actually, that just reminds me our most recent pet, Ollie, we got him from a subscriber of the channel. We went you know, down to North Van, knocked on this guy's door, he was selling you know, a, little, a little litter of cats, and the guy said, hey, I'm a subscriber of the channel, I watch the channel, so I do forget his name at the time, but never, that's beyond the point. Pets will take a lot of time, the food is not cheap, litter is not cheap. Taking them out multiple times a day to go pee, to go poo, picking up the poo, taking them to the dog park, you know what? It's an investment in time, but I think it has one of the best payoffs out of the entire list that we talked about today. And the payoffs are obviously not financial, but they're in just your happiness, they're just in your well being. Pets are just like family, they do the funniest things, they all have their unique personalities, and it's literally like bringing another human not a human, but it's like a whole nother, you know, being that just joins you and your family and your household. A lot of times the cats tend to be the most unintrusive. They kind of just do their thing, but at the same time they are very, very Clingy in a sense and especially when you have two of them playing around with each other like they crack me up every single day There's not a single day that goes by that I don't look at my pets and just have a quick laugh or just have a quick smile Obviously, this is not the best investment for everybody Maybe somebody that's not in a position to take care of a pet if you're away, you know At work all day long or if you don't have the funds to maybe pay for their vet bills and whatnot But if it is in your means and if you're someone who's just like Yeah, maybe never had a pet before Maybe try it, try it with a cat, try it with a dog. It's one hell of a learning experience. I'll tell you guys, when I got my first dog ever, which was, which is Bailey, when she was a puppy on day three, I literally wanted to return her. I wanted to put her back where we got her. And I was literally looking up how to do it, what to do, because I was under so much stress with her peeing and pooing in the middle of the night and just doing the most annoying puppy like things of course keeping her was the best decision i've ever made that does pass that phase and with that you grow patience you grow learning you grow just the the need to kind of care for someone other than yourself maybe you want to go do such and such thing but the dog needs to go out for a walk or you want to go play some games or do some work Well, you gotta take Bailey out first, and you gotta feed her, and you gotta do all that. So the things that you learn from having a pet are just, I think it's awesome. I'm sure that anybody who watches this video that has pets know exactly what I'm saying. It's a big investment, it's a big life choice, but it's one of the most rewarding ones out there. I'm gonna own pets till the day I die. I I firmly believe that. Maybe not till the very day I die, but at least majority of my life, I love pets, and uh, if you do, consider it as an investment. But those right there, guys, are seven things that came to my mind. I know there's more, and I actually had the discussion with my brother this morning. I was telling you about this video. He's thinking, "Oh, you're gonna say real estate. You're gonna say this. You're gonna say that." I'm like actually no these were just the seven that made my list i'd love to hear from you guys what are some non-stock market related investments that you've made in life that you found have given you the best return whether that be happiness whether that be time whether that be money um you guys let me know down in the comment section below like i said this may be my last solo video for the year And if you have stuck around this far, I just wanna say thank you guys so much for everyone that's been watching the videos throughout the year. Honestly, this would be actually pushing up, well this would be completing my third full year on YouTube. Three years of doing this and posting videos every single week. I don't think I've really taken much time off other than maybe a couple weeks over that period. This is what I do. This is what I love doing. I truly mean it from the bottom of my heart, guys. I appreciate each and every one of you guys that watches these videos, drops thumbs up. People that just you know enjoy watching and especially those that watch through to the end because as cheesy as it is, I wouldn't be here without you guys. If you guys didn't click on the video and watch these videos, well, then my channel would probably be dead. Stay tuned for the new year where we are gonna be posting a ton of stock market content. If you're not already subscribed, make sure that you are subscribed and as well, you have to hit that little bell for notifications, otherwise YouTube won't notify you. Nevertheless, maybe just double check and do that now because we have a big, big grind ahead of us. This next year is probably gonna be the hardest year that I've ever gone on YouTube. Each year, I just try to elevate it one, one, one more, one more, one more, but I did just wanna throw in here just a nice fun one to kinda end off the year. Something non-stock market related, you know? You gotta take a break every once in a while. But as always, I hope you guys enjoyed. I thank you guys for watching, and I wanna wish everybody a happy early Christmas. Happy early holidays, whatever it is that you do celebrate. Hopefully you get to spend some good time with families. Obviously, I don't think you're supposed to be seeing family right now because of the whole thing that they said would have been over like two years ago, but we're still in the same spot. I don't know, it's all good. Of course, as always, don't forget, we do have our investing academy as that first link down in the description below. If you want courses and training in the stock market, I am on module six of eight for the refilm and the refilm is looking amazing you guys the video quality is just insane the feedback we're getting already on these new lessons are just amazing and uh, yeah I see the finish line in sight so I got a little bit more to do here by the end of the year nevertheless that is that first link down in the description below but as always I thank you guys for watching I hope you enjoyed and I'll see you in the next video